Welcome to Mind Gap. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we are happy that you are here. And remember, God is watching. God is watching. That'll be a callback. You won't realize it, but it will be. At the end of the episode, you're really going to be like, oh my God, they totally set that up. Welcome to episode 162. Three. Three. Yay. I can count. So excited. Had so much fun. But before we get into that, let's get into our sponsor. Let's get deep into our sponsor. Get into it. Yeah. Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash, Chicago, Illinois. Well done. Thank you. Super fun, guys. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a cool place. They got cool people. Just go. Just for God's sakes. Like you've heard us talk about it. Justin's exasperated with you. You, don't, you haven't been. You don't need any more convincing. It's a really cool place. Yes. Go and be prove us right. Yes. Prove us right because they have specials every day. They do. They've got happy hour. Is it three to six from every day? Yep. That Monday sounds, through Friday. Monday through Friday. They've always got good, uh, good food specials. They got snack and shares. So anything that's eleven dollars or less on the appetizer menu was half off. They also got great drink specials and things like that. So come by, check it out. They also have great daily specials. Every day of the week. Every so, single day. Like Monday. They've got one and done Mondays where a specialty brew of beer is tapped in a keg and they yeah, pour it until it's gone. Yeah. And each pint is only $3. It's $3. $3. That's crazy. It's a really good deal. And it's a, it's a craft keg of beer. And they rotate it every week. So right. it's always something new. Like so, that's where you go and that's where you make friends. Right. And so it's a Monday. You know, come on down. Check it out. It's three bucks. You can't beat it. Right. And then every Tuesday, it's Tin Up Tuesday, which means, Justin, what's a tin? A tin is the uh, measure of currency that in my universe uh, for the novel that I'm writing uh, is what they use to buy goods and services. All right. So So one tin is roughly equal to $50. How about that? Tin is also a can of beer. That's true. Yay! And all cans of beer, all tins are 25% off on Tuesday. So check it out. You also have Guys, wine. you can get a lot of lot of cans of beer for a tin in my universe. Damn right. Uh, you also have Wine Down Wednesdays, where all glasses of wine are a dollar off and bottles are half off. Word. And then you got Local Thursdays, where only locals are allowed to fuck. That's um, right. And also... They lay cots out. They do. And it's Very like fresh linens. Locals only. Yep. Uh, it's local beers. So all local beers are $5.50. Boom. Which is super cool, super enjoyable. And if you're kind of a brunch person, which, hey, the weather's getting cold. Right. It's turning into fall. It's time for brunches. To end. <laughs> Eventually. Go get some pumpkin. Go get some pumpkin and fucking sit on that. Yeah. That's all you're going to have to do. So brunch, they have them on Saturdays and Sundays. Mimosas and Bloody Marys, $5. Check them out. And they make it's the delicious. good Bloody Marys. They don't have all the shit on top. It's Unless just a bloody fucking Mary, baby. It's a bloody fucking Mary, baby. That's what it is. That's what it is. I'm I'm propositioning them to change it on the menu to say bloody fucking Mary. There you we'll go. see. Probably mm. won't happen, but we'll see. Interesting. Yep. They also have really great food there. Uh, they have yep. some really good stuff. It's really worth checking out. Elephant and Castle. It's a British pub. British Pub, Elfin Castle, 185 North Wabash. Check it out. Mind Gap loves them. So you should too. Yeah. All right. That was great. Thank you, Elfin and Castle. And of course, before we go on, we also want to uh, put on our sexy little dress. Maybe Ooh. maybe some high heels. And maybe uh, a thong. Maybe no underwear. I don't know. Come it's closer. It's a surprise. And- we got to keep you uh, guessing. We got to keep you on your toes. Come closer and find out. Uh, guys. Go on to your podcast app. Go on to wherever you're listening to this and rate us, review us, uh, give us something, uh, just something. Let the world know what you think about the podcast. Help us on the back end. Move up the rankings. 
so we can get some more recognition. You help us on the back end, we'll help you on the back end. Yeah, we'll help you on the front end. <laughs> Meow. Uh, yeah, give us a rate, check us out, review us. We really appreciate that. It really helps things on our end. And also share us around. Yes. There's, there should, you can either copy the link or there should be a little share button. Just hit that and send it to a friend. Or put it on your social media. Let all of your followers know how much you enjoy listening to this podcast. Yes, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right, now that that's done, let's take off our dress and we'll just stand bare before you and tell you that episode 163 was an absolute blast. We had so much fun. We talked about, uh, you know, art. We did. We, we That's where we started. And <laughs> and how, you know, sometimes people are being fake and, and, and not authentic. And we right. talked about uh, authenticity in everyday life. And then we talked about, you know, awkward moments in our life. And Specifically junior high and high school. Yes, and how awful those were. And if we could transport our conscious back to those times, what moments would we change? It was really a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 163 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Yum, 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 yum. My throat is clear. My voice is clear. My words are gray. <laughs> you knew exactly. <laughs> I love the fact that we just mind melded on that. Oh, we so dumb. I love it. Thing. Uh, Have you ever been to a beat poetry thing? Do I look like a guy that's ever been to a beat poetry thing? You don't. Thank you. However. I appreciate you asking I, that. I don't think I can handle it. I was going to say, however, like, I don't know in college, you don't, you, college is a time for experimentation, Doug. Sure is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, in your, in your, the other thing is, though, you are a person who also doesn't say no to a lot of, uh, to take that back. I was like, you are mm-hmm. a person who, when it comes to, <laughs> how do I phrase this? <laughs> You're a person when it comes to uh, certain new experiences, you seem to be very open to seeing them, like theater-wise specifically. I feel like you don't know me. And maybe this is more of a recent thing. Maybe like, it's maybe more of it's, a recent thing. Like since you since you like really got into improv and this and that, you're more like, oh, I'll go see the show and we'll see how it is. I, 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 when it comes to art, it depends. Because yeah. I remember uh, one of my first, I, this is I don't know if this happens to other people, but there are certain interactions that just haunt you. Sure. For years after oh, the fact, yeah. even though I'm sure they're inconsequential. Oh my god! I yeah, we could talk at nauseum about this. And uh, and I, I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I'm bringing it up again. One of the fr- you sent me this like GoFundMe for something where uh, people were taking this sort of like computer readout. There's something wrong with this computer. It was like giving out these weird sort of like digital uh, outputs. Okay. And then people were taking that and making tapestries based on it. And they were like weaving some stuff together. And I looked at you and I go, what the fuck is this? You're like, what do you mean? Was I this go, at assignment desk? Yeah. Yeah. And you're, I was like, this is absolute horseshit. I was like, someone's, I was like, what is this supposed to be some sort of modern art stuff? And you just kind of sat there. You're like, okay. Like. I, I didn't intend to make you so angry. I didn't know this was going to poke the bear. I because I was because you're like, isn't this cool? I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Like I was just shitting all over it. The more you're talking about this, the more it sounds familiar. Now. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I was so enraged by it. Yeah, because in some things of quote unquote art, 
I'm like, okay, yeah, art is subjective and things, but I get enraged by it because I think it's not necessarily the artist all the way, but there's always someone that's like this. This is special. And right. it probably is to them. And it really is. But I right. look at that, I'm like, this is some horse shit. Right. This is a computer glitch that farts out on a screen and someone goes, you know what we ought to do? We ought to weave that into something and then try to sell it. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Right. Well, I'd feel the same way about when we've, I've walked through the uh, the modern art wing of yes. the, the museum of um, the art museum in Chicago. And <clears throat> that, and there's been a few other, like, um, like uh, maybe a YouTube video where they're talking about some new um, installment they have at some modern art wing. And there was one where I think it was Will Ferrell and another comedian went through a modern art wing in some, I can't remember what city it was, but they were, basically they were doing like, uh, it was these two celebrities visit a modern art wing. Mm-hmm. And they went through and they they were asking questions about and you, it was all they could do to not just completely rip and you saw it come out but they they pulled it back um but i've had the feeling too of like when i walk through that and it's and i will never forget this when i went through the one in chicago when it first opened there was a it hurts me to say it it was a, on a on a pedestal or on a um like a like a, a podium there was a a tower of paper, like paper towels. And it looked like it had been like wetted down and like wadded up. That's it. Stared at some garbage. And that's it. And I'm like, what makes this art? <laughs> like, what life, makes this good? Life is fragile. I Just like these paper towels when they're wet. Good Christ. I mean. At one point in time, we could all get soggy and fall apart. <laughs> Unless you are Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. <laughs> and it just turns into an ad. <laughs> yeah, right. This this installment sponsored by Bounty. No, but like you'll walk through and you'll see stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm, there's th- certain things you go in there. And even the abstract stuff, I, there, I couldn't do it. Like, there's some stuff where, like, uh, you look at a Jackson Pollock, and if I splashed paint on a uh, on a, on a canvas, I, I guarantee it would not, somehow his looks good. It looks yeah. better. I don't know why. But there are some things you walk in there, and you just go, what fucking constitutes this as art? Mm-hmm. Why? And yeah. I feel like that's the, yeah, like, it's like the computer printout thing. Like, I get the rage, because yeah. there are some things... Where you look at it and you're like, what is the definition of, uh, why does this, yeah. someone looks at it and goes, ooh, this is worth so much money. And I'm like, but why? I've got yeah. that sitting at, I don't take the trash out for two days. Yeah, right. And I've just got modern art. So I've got thousands of dollars in my apartment. I make modern art every day in the toilet. There you go. You know? Boom. Uh, you know, to some people there are like, you know, there's some things I see where I'm like, oh, wow, I think that looks really cool. And people are like, that's so corporate, you know, or whatever. And I'm like, fine, it is. And, 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 to, and like I say, to certain folks, I respect what they. It is what they is. It is what they is. Okay, they like what they like. Okay, and uh, that's totally fine. And I that's don't even cool. know if I can identify that accent. Uh, it was from the future. Um, oh yeah, as uh, a throwback. Um, and so when you're talking about beat poetry, I think it's the entire scene that I don't like. Right. It's the entire thing where people are like, "Yes, he's speaking the truth," and it's like, "Whoa." <laughs> No, like no, it's it's almost like beginning level improv where everyone is so supportive. Like guys, that was a great scene. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it was that not. That was a terrible scene. It very much was not. And I appreciate the support, but we did not do well there at all. That's not a not okay. Right, right. So I mean, we both listened to Charity Tate speak. She was on the podcast and did you know one of the pieces that she did, and it was beautiful. It was wonderful. It was right. powerful. 
and you know stuff like that. I'm like, very cool. But when some, <laughs> I hate to label it, but some hipster douchebag gets up there, right, and he's just like, America, the beautiful, <laughs> you know, the question mark. What? Right. You know, it's it's it gets frustrating because I think there's a sense that someone's like, I have something so powerful to say and something so important to get across. Right. And it falls flat. It fall. It seems false to me. Yeah. And, and I think the um, the what's the word of that? The the inauthentic inauthenticity to it. The, there's a lie to it. Yeah. I'm yeah. like this is this is just. Art for the sake of art, and I say art loosely. <laughs> um, and I think that's what gets to me about about that sort of stuff. Is it, there just seems but to if, be. But if is it not? And I, again, devil's advocate. Is Please. it not? And I don't. I don't. I agree with you. I'm just trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out the why. Is I'm right it, there with you. Is it that? Because it's authentic to the. You say you think it's because there's an inauthentic. It's hard it's, one to it's say. It's not isn't it? authentic. Uh, I feel like to that person though, there it is authentic. I hope it is, because I also feel like the people that go in there, they're like, "Yeah, man, I've got something to say." I'm like, "You really don't. You're not saying anything new. <laughs> not that that has to be new, right. but it's like you're gonna, yeah, man, the man is keeping us down." Right. It's, okay. Cool. Right. I get it. You know, there, there's certain experiences and stuff. There's there's some beauty in in some of that stuff, and I think that's why I also get mad at certain comedy things where people are yeah. like they put out comedy I get angry because I'm like this is not you're going you're going too shallow and I'm not a comedy expert but when people are like taking the easy the easy road oh right. this is the obvious joke go deeper right. and then go two levels below that as right. well to find the really good stuff to talk about um you know there there's some things like for example um I can never say his last name but the guy who wrote uh, Fight Club uh was on uh it was like Chuck Palo, Palo Chico, I don't know how to say his last name. That sounds right. Um, but he um, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he was talking about how uh, he's a part of some um, writing workshops where a bunch of authors get together, and they'll submit some other stuff. They'll read it out loud, and people will give them feedback. And so it's just been this ongoing collective, and he said he's been kicked out of plenty of them um, <laughs> because he puts out stuff, and people are like, whoa, that's offensive. And for him, he's like, but isn't that why we're here <clears throat> to test this stuff out to see what works? Right, right, right. And he said there was a woman who wrote this beautiful story about because it was in relation to her own struggle with sexual abuse growing up. But she talked in great detail. There's a scene describing you know this young girl who was essentially giving uh, an uncle or something like that uh, 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 a hand job, mm -hmm. and she was describing in great detail what uh, the penis felt like. As he was orgasming, like the way that it like uh, contracted and everything that happened. And then it sort of along with that, a separate scene, she was holding uh, a baby chicken in her hand and she was squeezing it to death. And she made the connection that they both felt the same. Interesting. The same okay. sort of physicality behind that. And he was like, holy shit, that's powerful. Yeah. And people are like, publishers like, you can't put that in your fucking book. That's what are you talking about? You can't do that. Right. He's like, how amazing is that to sort of like make that connection based on that personal experience? I'm like, that to me, that's some fucking art right there. Okay. Like that's some just diving into something. Because someone went deep and authentic into an experience, it, a memory, yeah, a feeling. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be an experience, but there's something there that can pull you in and can tell you a story and have a point to it that's pretty goddamn powerful. Right. 
and um it, it to have someone be like yeah corporate america man and i'm obviously just being a dick about that sort of stuff for someone who is wants to be wants that wants to be at that level yeah but can't articulate it because they haven't experienced it it's like anyone who on facebook or whatever will argue with you about politics and you're like explain that to me or prove that as why that is like it just is man you're like cool you have no idea we're, what the fuck is going on we're done here and that's what I don't like. Yeah. To, to I think that's I think I just figured this out for myself, which is someone who d- there's a phrase that goes a little knowledge is a dangerous thing. Sure. Meaning you know a little bit and you think you know everything. Right. And so when people are like, yeah, this is what's going on and blah blah blah, it's like, okay, can you give me the the backstory and the context for that? <laughs> no. Why not? Ah, whatever. This fits how I believe. It's right. Like, okay. That doesn't help anything. Right. And in the art world, when someone's trying to do something like that, trying to put meaning behind something, but it's only skin deep, I think that's what's upsetting to me. Sure. You can try harder. You can do more. You can be better with that sort of stuff um, to sort of achieve your goal while also putting out something pretty beautiful. Right. Yeah. And I think that's – well, for me, that's one – This is America by Childish Gambino. Mm -hmm. Like that to me was something that – I know there were some people, most of them – I don't want to immediately label them racists, but most of them racists who were like, well, this is just a, you know, well, why couldn't it have been a, a white choir? He, you know, or a, or a this or that. I'm like, you are missing every point he's making here. Like that, like it was, it was something where as, as offensive as some people found it, I'm like, no, no, this guy truly went in and he wasn't, he wasn't trying to prove a point. He just was like, yeah. it, it just like his, Everything, everything he wanted to say was just innately in the video. Yeah, like it, he didn't have to try at anything; it just was there, and it was very organic. And I thought I felt same way with that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and so I think the authenticity. I, f- I found that more important to me as I've gotten older is, is who's authentic, right. because I don't have time for bullshit. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have time for someone who's just trying to put up a facade to try and get something. I'm like, let's just put our cards on the table. Jeez, we haven't had two years of that, have we? Right, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just, you know, in my personal life, in my professional life, you know, anyone who's just putting on a show, mm-hmm. you know, for that, I'm like, I, I don't have the time right. or the patience for it. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. Especially or someone who's trying to get something from that. Like, I'm like, it. it's funny because they think they're being so coy, but you're like, nothing you're doing right now is is genuine. You're... You want something. Mm-hmm. You're, there's a goal in mind here, and everything you're doing is to facilitate you reaching that goal. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. I don't want to deal with I'm you. I'm a little less picky from someone who's going about that because they don't know how to be direct because okay. I'm that person. Okay. I have a hard time being direct. So if someone's like, hey, and they're trying to find a way to navigate yeah, that yeah. to get something because they can't just be like, hey, I need some money. Right, right, right. Would you be able to lend me some money? Sure. I'm in a rough spot. As opposed to being like, hey, dude, how's it going? Yeah, things have been kind of rough. And, you know, trying to soften the blow or something like that. I can identify with that a little bit more as opposed to someone who just, you know, is, wow, things are going really well for you. How do do I do that? Right. You know, what is there any way? It's like, stop it. Just stop it. Stop trying to hop on my back and try to do that. Or someone who's just painting this picture about what their life is really like. Like, you know. Oh, you know, I don't know what this person would do without me. I, I cook their meals. I, I'm there oh, the for self, them. the braggers. The martyr, you know. Ooh, I love and that, just yeah. just being like, you know, life's pretty tough, you know. Yeah. Just, knock it off. Right. Cut, cut that shit out. Let's put our cards on the table. How right. are things going? 
All right. Is it tough? Cool. I get it. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, we do all you feel have, yeah. like this person owes you something because you're taking care of them? Okay. Put that fucking out there. We don't, I don't have time for that anymore. Right. I just don't. I'm so over it. And that's why I'd be horrified if I had to go to the dating like world again, where you have to kind of do that to some degree. I'd just be like, look, this is what I'm into. Right. This is who I am. Are we? I'm going to wear a shirt that has Groot on it. Does that offend you? Do you right. think I'm a child? It does. All right. Well, cool. Let's finish the dessert and we'll go somewhere else. Right. Like, I, I, this is who I am. You just meet him and immediately just go... Here's here's who I am. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you a, a bullet point list of ten things. Exactly. If you accept this, we'll go to dinner. If not, sure. we can end it here. Yeah. yeah. So here's my pro- profile. Tell me if this is going to work for you. <laughs> right. All right. This is what I am. Right. Number one, I'm not shaving my back. So if that offends you or you think that's gross, sorry. Okay. That's, move along. That's a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stuff like that. And I think there's something very <clears throat> relieving about that. <clears throat> yeah. To be well, able to be like this. Is who I am. This is what I'm looking for. Yeah. And the thing that gets challenging is when the other person is not does not reciprocate that. Right. When you have to really struggle to try to pull that out of them and figure it out. And I feel like a lot of people, it gets easier as you get older mm-hmm. to to be that because you start to become more of a, I don't know if it's a confidence thing or I don't know if it's a, you've seen enough to know what is important and what's not. Like, I don't know if it's a confidence thing, if it's a uh, a wisdom thing. Or if it's a just a I don't give a fuck anymore thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as you get older, you start to get more. You do get more. You settle into what like who you are, and you're like, look, this is what it is. I don't give mm-hmm. a shit. I don't care. Like I used to be, you know, in my twenties, I would be so self conscious if I like I fucking sweat like a pig. If yeah. My back was sweaty. I would be so fucking self conscious. Sure. We were on a movie shoot the uh, this last. Uh, we were shooting that short film this last weekend, and. Uh, the uh, like we were the Sunday was a completely outdoor shoot and it was like eighty something degrees out high humidity, I was a mess mm-hmm. and someone's like oh you guys you know looks like you're you sweating there I'm like fuck yeah I'm sweating like I'm working like, <laughs> yeah, you know right? and it was we had a joke we had a laugh about it obviously like it wasn't a contentious thing but sure. it was one of those where I I re- realized back in my twenties I would have had to have gone oh geez am I and I would have gotten so self-conscious and maybe thrown a jacket over Which, it or something. By the way, it just makes you sweat more, worse. When right, you, exactly. When you're focused on it, and that's, I'm just like, no, nah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. It almost became a challenge. I'm gonna see how you know how much sweat I can get on this sure. shirt, you know. And it was, uh, but I realized that I, you know, in my in my mid 30s now, I'm like, yeah, you know what, it, it is. It's all right. I don't care. Yeah, you know, because I I think part of it is just you know, the, the challenging thing is when you're very authentic or you're very real and the other person isn't right because then it it's this horrible game of if you're if you put all your cards on the table it turns into game of thrones are you at a disadvantage now right because that person knows your your honesty and what you're really doing right or is are you encouraged to lie more because it's like keeping your cards close to your chest and things like that as as i sort of you know work with people or things like that i try to i try to assess that where I'm more often not be like, this is the fucking situation. Right. This is where we stand. I, I'm kind of a Ned Stark in that sort of way. We all know what happens to him, you know? Yeah. Where I'm just like, this is this is the way things are. Because let's just be transparent. Right. There's no reason to, to be silly, to be shitty, to withhold things from each other. Because it's only going to... Make things more difficult. Right. So let's just be honest. Well, the games just get old after a while. Yeah. They're tiring. You're just like, I don't want to fucking go through this whole song and dance. Let's we can get to the next part so much quicker if we're just if we just lay everything That's out. That's why I hate negotiating. Right. I'm like, let's just get to what your 
point is. I'll tell you what my point is. Let's let's find. Let's let's right. skip the dance. Right, right, right. All right. Let's what is, just yeah, get to it. What is your end point? Yes. Great. Here's my end point. Yes. Where's the middle? Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's let's go from there. Let's right. be honest with each other. It's because it, it's just to to look at that stuff and think that you're getting a victory over somebody. And I'm like, yeah. no, man. Like. Yeah, this is obviously an oversimplification, a utopian way of looking at things. Like, what if politics was that way? You know, it's just, I understand there's a, there's a show and a dance. That's oh, the extreme so version amazing. of, yeah. like, talking about authenticity. Jesus Christ. Like, just all that stuff is exhausting. Yeah. And, and I just, I found that uh, recently there's been a lot of examples of people that were just, they've got this facade up. I'm like, I don't have time right. for that. Yeah. I'm not interested. And fortunately, I can dodge you for now. Right. And the thing that'll suck is if I have to stick around someone like that, where I'm like, ugh, I gotta deal with this. I shit gotta now. play this game too. Right. Where it's just, let's just not. I'm really impressed by because it's something that you see as you get older. But I'm really impressed by uh, younger people who are able to be mm-hmm. that that forthcoming and that honest about things. Because yeah. I know that I was not able oh, to. One hundred percent. I would. I would definitely dance around things. I'd play the game. And like, if someone who is in their early twenties has the level of of authenticity that I have now, I'm very impressed by that person. Mm-hmm. I look at him, I go, "Dude, you are no not or do that. You're no nonsense. You're 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 straight to the point, and I fucking know where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. Yeah, I want you around more. Well, that's the thing is if because it's almost like a a, a Punnett square. If you're trying to do like a, there's there's four squares. Okay, it's either both people are honest and tell the truth mm-hmm. <laughs> or you have one where one person's honest the other person isn't same thing one person's honest the other one isn't or they both lie right, like, right. those are yeah, your yeah. four options i feel like you're most productive if both people tell the truth yes if you're Absolutely. both transparent you're both honest you're going to achieve more but it's also much more vulnerable it is yes. because you're trusting that other person to be also be honest and when you put your cards on the table that they're not going to use it against you right you know, so it's those are the things. It's almost like the uh, was it the prisoner's dilemma, right? Yeah, we both shut up, we both do time, but if one of us, uh, you know, uh, rats on the other, they'll get a reduced sentence or possibly get nothing, right? Uh, you know, and if you both lie, you know, it, it doesn't help. So right. it's like you're incentivized to rat the other person out. Absolutely, yeah. So absolutely, it, it, and that's the kind of thing I approach to that sort of stuff where I, I'm like, we don't need to do. I just I'm not. I'm, I I can't stomach that stuff. I'm not in the mood for it. I don't need it. Right. Just, let's just let's just do it, man. Let's put our let's put our cards on the table. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's work towards something. You know, if we're aligned, great. If we're not, fine. Let's do something else. Right. I just I don't I, I have zero patience for that. If you want to see me get mad, just have someone pull that shit on me. I'll be like, we're fucking done. <laughs> I turn into like the biggest asshole. I'm like, cut them out of our lives. Is it a recent thing? Because I thought when you did that that personality assessment that you mm-hmm. were more of the not direct. I'm not right. I'm but not so direct. are you finding? Are you finding? I that think you're there's turning? a I think there's a difference between being transparent and being oh. direct. Okay, interesting. Transparency being like, I want to be honest with you, versus I come to the table and be like, dude, you just farted and it stank. I don't want you to do that anymore. Whereas me, I'd probably be like, yeah, he did. I'm just not going to say anything because why rock the boat, you know? Yeah, but is it, I would feel like that's being transparent. It can be, but I'm also, I weigh things a lot heavier where I'm like, is that a battle that needs to be fought right now? Probably not. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. but if you took out a knife and started carving something onto my desk, I'd be like, hey, let's stop doing that. That's not okay. <laughs> you know, I, I prefer that we don't do that right now. Right. Versus like you fart. I'm like, ah, I farted too. I can't tell if it's yours or mine. Whatever. I, it's if it's a safe bet that Doug at, at any given point in the day, if you're wondering, did someone did Doug just fart? Eh, safe answer is yes. Could have been. Yeah. You just never know. You never know. 
So I'm very much like the other day I was at a, a business lunch and some just terrible service. Yeah. Like we were one of three or four tables in this entire restaurant yeah. and we could have not, we, there's no way we could have been more forgotten. At one point we were the only folks in there. Seriously. And, we're and just no like, one came by. Can, can someone please refill our, our diet Cokes? We had literally had to walk up there and even then there was, they're like, hello, is there anyone Jesus, there? Jesus, man. And I was just. Do you want to call this place out? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't even remember the name of it. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. I was content to just be like, fine, I guess I just get one glass of Diet Coke. We'll just pay and leave and I'll never come back. That yeah. was my approach. Yeah. But the other two guys in my party were like, oh, we're going to go get this resolved. And they walked up there. I was like, I'm fine with just like leaving and never coming back. Right. That's how I am. If I have a bad experience, I'm not going to make a stink about it unless <laughs> yeah. it's absolutely necessary because my other strength is harmony, which is don't rock the boat. It's right. great if everything, I'm like, hey, <laughs> we're going to keep everything together. But if something bad goes wrong, I'm like, eh, is it worth fighting about? Right. I don't know. And there's also been times where that's kind of changed where I went to, I'm going to name these guys, Halal Guys. Hey. Used to go to them once a week. And then those guys just screwed the pooch on one experience I had where I was like, what am I doing coming here right. to a place where people are just going to straight up ignore me? I'm like, fuck that shit. And I was so close to emailing them. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be this guy who's going to email somebody at the go to their website and be like, hey, I had a bad experience. To whom it may concern. And the thing is... Dear corporate. <laughs> here's the thing. I'm not looking for anything. Right. I don't want any sort of, hey, no. have a free euro on right. us or whatever. I just want to be like, you guys have a significant problem. And if this happened to me, it's very likely this is happening to somebody right. else. And this could hurt your business. Well, and that's the thing. I think it's the, the big difference, uh, at least with our personalities. And I know like there's some people who will do that and like will demand... Uh, oops, excuse me. Gassy. There's some people mm. who will do that and who will demand a free, you know, euro or a free this or, you know, I want uh, a month of whatever, you know. <clears throat> there are some people who will give the feedback purely to go, look, this sucked. I'm upset about it. You need to know about it. Yeah. And this, like, make make the change so this doesn't happen again. And if they so offer someone something. someone else doesn't get upset. If they offer something on top of that, that's a plus. That's great. Because we also recently, uh, you know, ordered a new bed from this local furniture place that was supposed to be the shit. Yeah. And we didn't have a very good experience. No. It was not very good. The whole sales experience was really obnoxious. Yeah. And took forever. And then when they delivered our stuff, they delivered the bed and the box spring, but they didn't deliver the bed frame. Fantastic. And I was like. What the fuck? Right. And originally they're like, yeah, we, we're going to deliver it on, on Saturday. And as we were walking out the door, they're like, hey, come back. We actually don't deliver on Saturday. Can we deliver on Monday I instead? I did not know that. I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Jesus. And then like they didn't deliver the bed frame because someone just fucked it up. Right. And we didn't get that for a week. A week? A week. No. So again, no, 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 we no, no, had no, to like no. wait for someone to show up to deliver this sort of stuff. And of course, they give you the hours of like between... 10 Morning and, and two, night. Yeah. 10 and 2. I'm like, great. Well, I guess we were going to try and do something with Natalie Day, but we can't. It was just one of those things where, you know, hey, we're calling the place saying, hey, when are they going to deliver this? And they're like, oh, you haven't heard back from them yet? I'm like, why? Ugh. I I don't want to be that guy, but I teach this shit. You right. know what I mean? I teach right. customer service. I've You've lived customer service. I've lived customer service. To be caught like that with your pants down, to just straight up say, oh, they haven't contacted you yet. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. That's what that screams. Mm, absolutely. I'm not invested. Absolutely. And it was just really upsetting. At one point, Jill was like, should we ask for something? And since she was calling, I'm like, yes, we should ask for something. <laughs> you son of a Because bitch. I'm like, I don't know. She goes, I think I want to ask for like $200. I'm like, that seems fair. Sure. I was like, 200 bucks, man. You guys basically wasted our time. Yeah. And it's not cool. You guys haven't been very good. And, I, and I'm reluctant to go back there. Right. You know, and so that's the thing where 
I would like to let them know about that experience because I would like them to try and improve on that. Yeah. And give them feedback, constructive feedback. Sure. I'm not there again. I'm not looking for anything, but that's something that would make me happy. If they're like, "Hey, look, let's take two hundred dollars off that, or right. we'll give you future store credit, two hundred dollars right. worth." Absolutely, you know? make sure you come back. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's fair <laughs> in that sort of stuff. So to, to have you know situations where things don't go well, like I, some people look at this as like they clap their hands together, like, "All right, I'm about to get some free shit. I'm about to get paid." And when I hear people talk like that, with like. Oh, I get stuff all the time. I'm the king or queen of, of Twitter. Yeah, and I like, call that shit out. I was like, this, yeah, this is buddy. not. This is not. Those. You're the reason why customer service people hate the public, right? Because there's someone Absolutely. that's like, I came into my hotel room and there was a hair on the sink. I want an upgrade. Right. Okay. Is that kind of gross? I'm sure you sure. saw that kind of shit all the time. All the time. Jesus. I'm sure. I'm like, is that gross? Yes. But how hard is this to go? Wipe right. it off and move on with your day. Like, Done. it's not that yeah. I found a pubic hair on the bed. Did you? Did you? Or was this a normal hair? Right. And even then, I'd still just be like, flick it away. Right. Who gives a shit? Like, right. I know the understanding is that you think that you're coming into a room that's never been used before. So when you see any remnants of the prior person, it's 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 off-putting. It's, go, it's like going into a stall, mm-hmm. sitting down in a warm toilet seat and going, oh. Someone just shat here. Damn it. They just, you know, let a real growler out, you know? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's what it was. I will I, in in uh, in preparation for Rob coming back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have to, the real quick story is I walked into the bathroom the other day at our nine to five, and he was at the sink, and the only stall that was open was the first one, mm-hmm. and like we had that like look, we caught each other's eyes as we walked <laughs> in, and he just looked at me and goes. <laughs> he just he whispered it to me. He's like, I just used it. And I was like, oh, you suck. I love that. <laughs> he when just, and it's, and I can hear him whispering yeah. that to you. He's like, I just used that. I just used that one. I'm like, you fucker. Since we're talking about this, I know this isn't like the best way to do God this. God damn it. But I feel like it's a great segue. Yeah. So, I should never have brought up poop. Thank you for bringing up poop. Damn so, it. special treat for uh, everyone. Audience, I'm so sorry. We almost made it through an episode. Almost, but here we go. So, I was <laughs> in the bathroom the other day at work and I was uh, I was pooping and I had this experience. I was in the first stall. There's four stalls. I was in the first one, someone was in the fourth one. And as I was in there, I just heard this rhythmic breathing that was really unsettling. It is. It is so unsettling. It was <laughs> it was just it was like I was like, whoa, is someone working out in there? Right. It sounds like someone who is doing curls. Or doing leg press or something, just like the breathing is rhythmic, like something. It's it wasn't like huh, huh, whatever right. those things laughable. Push, you move on. And this was a resting state, resting breathing, and I was like, this person, this dude, I'm I'm worried. Right, I'm worried that you they're just almost sitting. wanted to call the ambulance. I just be like, this, this has got to be a large person. Right. Uh, it, it was it went on so steadily and so regularly. I was like, I wonder if I can get a recording of this. I wonder if I can. I, I'm surprised you didn't just go, hey, pal, you you okay? No, no, no. You're at, I, <laughs> Abby's like, who's at the door? The podcast booth is like, oh, I do not approve of that noise. Who's who's coming? Uh, so yeah. I should took, be like, hey, pal, you, you doing okay? You all right in there, man? You getting a, you, you, uh, you, you getting it in? <laughs> what do you mean? You working out? Getting eruption, son? You getting some sweat going? You, oh, you swole. You burning those calories? <laughs> do you even shit, bro? Do you even shit? 
You just sit there and breathe? Uh, so I, I was like, let me try and record this. And so I have a recording. It's kind of hard because there's a lot of ambient noise. There's buzz from the lights. I was like, I just want to know if I can catch this. So yeah. I'm going to play this right now so you guys can kind of hear what it is that, that I heard. So here we go. Let's give this a shot. So I don't know if you heard that. That's so gross. So let's play it one more time just for a- I, the, the buzzing in there. Like, oh, that's just, and that's just a small, like that guy was doing that nonstop. I just, just expect to hear it. Like, it sounds like you're in this, like, just, I expect to see, like, in my mind, I'm seeing one flickering light in the corner. Right. You hear that water drop sound. Yes. It just seems like a place where you're going to get it's, murdered. It's like the opening scene of Saw is what right. you imagine exactly. it would be. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I, it was so gross and unsettling that this person was doing that. I'm like, I have to try and capture this. It's so gross. And so I ran back to my coworkers. I'm like, I heard some pretty gross stuff. Do you guys want to hear it? And they're like, yes. And <laughs> I, I love your coworkers. And I played it way. to them, and they were like, that is nasty. I'm like, right? Isn't that nasty? Got, when when Doug played this for me, he put it right up to my ear, and I got I got goosebumps. Like my hair stood on end. It was within, very unsettling. Within the first two seconds, Justin put his face in his hands and started shaking his head yeah. like I'm over this. I don't like Same it. Same thing to Jill. I put it up to Jill and she goes, Turn that off. And immediately she was not having it. Yeah. And it was just super gross. It's so wrong. Super unsettling. And so wrong. it's just ah, I worry. I worried so about that wrong. person. Because there's hilarious things you hear in there. Oh yeah. Just yesterday there was some guy standing in the stall and I kid you not, for one minute, all this guy was doing was just pulling toilet paper out. He he came into the stall, didn't sit down, and all I heard was him just ripping toilet paper out. I was like, oh, he must be putting toilet paper on the seat. And then I'm like, there's no way he's still doing that. Just rip. What is happening? Yeah. Just rip. And just rip. Yeah. Roll, 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 rip. I'm like, what the fuck? Jesus, and I look down, man. his feet are facing the toilet. There's no other like poop or pee sewing, it sounds. I'm like, what? Is What's going what is on. happening right now? It's yeah. just, he was still doing it when I left. Yeah. I was like, what are we doing right now? Yeah. Like, what is happening? It's so bizarre. That is really weird. People's bathroom habits just never cease to amaze me. I tried to, uh, I told the story about Haig when mm-hmm. I when I texted him when we ended up sitting next to each other. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Wait, now? Start I think, that over. I, I think I told you. I, I, I can't remember if I told this on or off mic, but uh, I know I told you about it for sure. When uh, We sat down and... I can you just hang. I just know what he sounds like. Just yeah, take that as you will. Um, no, what's just he, like someone. Real quick, what's he sound like? Just someone's breathing. Okay, I can't. I can't do a good impression of. Give Hank's it a breathing. shot. Give it a shot. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. That's not what you sound like. But I don't. I'm like ha 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 ho. Is that what he does yep. every time he breathes? Every time he breathes, it's really weird. <laughs> so, but. I just knew it was him sitting next to me. Um, I, don't, I don't know how, but I just knew. And so uh, he let out a really, really gross <laughs> fart. And what did that sound like? And immediately I texted him. I just said, your farts are gross. And I was trying so hard not to laugh myself because the text <laughs> made me laugh. Did you hear it ding? And well, I, I just, oh. I heard like his pants rustle. Mm-hmm. And then I heard. <laughs> Because <laughs> we were the only two in there. Oh, okay. That's and even he, better. I, I just hear off. He goes, Dick. 
Dick. And then he texts me back, and I was, at that point, I'm trying not to laugh, too, just because I'm like, I, the situation is so funny to me. Oh, my God. Where randomly, you don't know the other person's in the bathroom, and you just hear, you see your phone go off, and your farts are gross. And then he's just like, he, and out loud, he goes, you ruined the moment, you know this. And then he was more than two minutes later. He was out of the bathroom, and I was oh like, "Oh my yes! god, that is amazing!" But I tried. I tried to prank Bob too while we were in there. Uh, uh-huh. He was in. I recognized his boots. The shoot that we were talking about that earlier, mm-hmm. and I recognized his boots. So he was in. He was peeing in the stall. I think all the urinals were taken or something. So I went into the stall next to him, and I started wadding up toilet paper and throwing it underneath <laughs> at his feet. God, and I just worst. kept doing it. You're the worst. And, and I was like, "He's gonna." He's he's gonna you watch he'll say something or he'll kick it he'll you wait you wait is gonna be great. kicks it back over to this your is stall. gonna be great. Finishes, turns and leaves, washes his hands, walks out, and I'm like, was that not him? <laughs> and I get so nervous. I'm like, oh, someone's gonna someone's gonna like ding me with HR for harassing them in the bathroom. Like there's no and so my mind's racing now, mm-hmm. and I get out and I look and I go over to his desk. I'm like, no, those were his boots. And so we started talking, and I was like, I brought up something about, yeah. He's like, oh, he brought up something about bathroom habits. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Or like when people like, you know, throw like toilet paper under the stall at you. He's like, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> and I go, did you, did that not just happen to you? He goes, no, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, you didn't, were you just in the bathroom peeing in the stall? Yeah. First stall? Yeah. I'm like, did you not see toilet paper being thrown at your feet? He goes, oh, no, dude, I, I wasn't even looking down. He oh goes, I was staring at the wall and I walked right out. That is hilarious. And I'm like, so there's, and I didn't go in and clean it up. So oh, someone, someone walked, savage. Someone walked in and there was just like five or six watts of toilet paper sitting in this. I'm like, well, that failed miserably. So between you just pissing on the wall <laughs> and throwing toilet paper. And it was the same two stalls that both of those God things happened it, Justin. I don't, those The two, cleaning crew must fucking hate you. It's just like, who keeps fucking these stalls up? Who keeps wiping their ass and throwing the toilet paper on the floor? Right. <laughs> This is terrible. This is the worst. Animals. Animals. Have you ever been in a bathroom and all of a sudden seen like a small child peek their head under the under a stall wall? No. It's pretty terrifying. Gross. Yeah. Was it's- it the same kid from Oktoberfest? He's like, Fist bump. Fist bump. No, I've had that happen where, you know, kids are just being kids oh, or whatever. No. And and oh. they peek under. I'm just like, ah. I don't ah. like I don't like the floors yeah. of bathrooms. And so there's wow, no way. What a bold, bold statement. Like if I saw the kid, my first concern wouldn't be what's this kid. Do? My first concern would be get the fuck off the floor, kid. Right? Go yeah. over. If you're going to do this, go over. Yeah. This is gross. Yeah. This is really gross. Yeah. I was in one. Where was I? I think I was at a, we were driving somewhere and I was at a Burger King or something and there was, I couldn't tell if there were two kids in one of the, in the handicap stall <laughs> or if they were on either side waiting for someone to go in, in the middle because they were just like. They just it's like they're playing a really bad game. Not liking it. Nobody knows what we're doing. Like, I'm pooping. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. that these kids are doing that. Because there's a level of innocence where you can write it off, but it's also that level of innocence where you're like, you don't know what the fuck's going on right now. Right. You're you you are in dangerous territory. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Where were the kids' parents is the question. Not pooping or peeing, I can tell you that much. <laughs> They're probably at that age where it's like, oh, they should be good enough not to be idiots. Go let them go. You know? Yeah. It wasn't like they were three or something right. like that, but they were they were old enough to be sh- little shits. Right. That's when kids suck. So when they hit that age 
where they're just trying to be assholes. Absolutely. You know, that's why I don't like I don't like most seventh or eighth graders. Yeah, I th- I feel like that's like sixth, seventh, and eighth is that's the, the worst. Is really when you start to get like into the territory of I'm gonna beat you. High schoolers suck, but. The seventh and eighth grade—that's when the hormones are kicking in, right? They're testing and they're boundaries. Super awkward. Absolutely. Super awkward. I was the same way. Oh yeah. Like, it, oh, it, don't get me wrong. I was a prick in, in junior high. Oh, those years were the worst. Yeah. And you, you just see those kids where they're like, they think they're being really clever, and you're like, you are making everyone's lives super awkward right now. Absolutely. Yeah. By doing what you're doing, this is this is really making everyone miserable. Yeah. I just remember that was the year, like, seventh grade was the year where, where was eighth grade? I think it was seventh grade. was the year where, again, like, the hormones, like, you just, like, you start noticing the girls, you know? The girls went away and they came back and they were like, you've developed. That's exactly what happened. Uh Ruh-roh. It was from sixth grade to seventh grade, summer happened. Right. All of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, there's boobs here now. Right. Like, instantly. Now you're starting to go, oh, wait, I'm feeling, and, like, it's just an awkward fucking, it's a terrible time. And then we, in my seventh grade, we had a teacher Someone discovered that she, uh, in the 90s, posed for Playboy. Oh, you told me about this. And so the the game became, find the Playboy. Like, everyone was like... Nowadays, that'd be easy. Whose dad has a, a stack of Playboys? Go fucking through them and right. find this chick, you know? Oh and my so God. I think someone finally did bring it to school. I never got to see it, but I heard someone found oh it and brought God. it. And uh, But it was, again, it was one of those where, like, that just awkward, weird feelings, and you don't know what the fuck's going on, and... You want to be angry, but you don't know why, and you're it's yeah. You're just you're testing boundaries. Everything's uncomfortable. Everything's uncomfortable. You're just like I've said this before, but I remember someone just said you walk funny, and all of a sudden I was analyzing every step I took. Like you move your hands weird when you walk. Every step I take. So I started walking without moving my arms. Which I think made it even worse. Then someone and went, you like, walk funny again. Like, ah, ah. Yeah. I, that was the the year that my mom oh, said I could man. start dating. Oh, uh, no. So I started dating. I was dating an older an older girl. Hey. One year older. Oh, get out of town. And uh, I had no idea what was going Went on. Went for them anything. cougars. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, just completely like, okay, we're going to do these yeah, things. Yeah. And like, you should hang out. Don't call your dad after the game. Just come over to McDonald's. I'm like, that sounds like a good idea. Cool. And I remember... Call my dad to come pick me up. He's like, "Where have you been?" I was like, "Oh, well, I was." The game went into overtime, and then after that, we all left, and I just I was with some friends over at McDonald's. He's like, "I'm gonna come get you in ten minutes. Once you figure out your lies before I get there." <laughs> I was like, "What?" Oh shit! I got in the car. He's like, "You got your story straight?" I was like, "Yeah." I told the same thing. He goes, well, "That's interesting," because I was at the school. No. Five minutes after the game was supposedly over, and there was nobody there. <laughs> so, overtime, my ass. He's oh, like, shit. what were you doing? I was like, oh, God. And, you know, I learned a hard lesson of, you know, don't don't <laughs> test that sort of stuff. Right. You know? <laughs> don't, yeah, you, you're... you're- you're not gonna get away with this. Parents, no. parents have a way of fucking figuring. I was it like, out. "Don't worry, I've got a rock solid story." Right. I'll just say when to overtime. These are <laughs> even back then; those were easy things to debunk. Absolutely. Whether or not it went to overtime. Right. I mean, know? like how many? Yeah, ex- especially in a town that's as small as yours. Oh, like so it's dumb. not again. Like the high school games in towns like that are deals, mm-hmm. and so people don't just not pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially. Someone whose father is a coach. Mm-hmm. And whose mom <laughs> is a teacher. Right. Like, these are things that can be easily debunked. <laughs> easily fact-checked. I remember that relationship ended and I started dating another girl that was in eighth grade. Yeah. And my mom goes, hey, this time, like, you really just, you know, 
try to make sure you you know you don't just do whatever they say or whatever. And this was, I go, don't worry, mom. This one's shorter than me. What? Thank you. That was the correct response to that. And my mom goes, I don't think height has anything to do with this. <laughs> For some reason, it's like, don't worry, mom. I'm taller I, than this I one. Got, and I got this. There's no correlation to that at all. I'm taller. And as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, no. I'm taller. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm taller than her. It's uh, amazing. Okay. Amazing. I said a lot of dumb things growing up. <laughs> And uh, they creep into my brain every now and again. And I was like, mm. hey, that's the thing. You're just like, yeah, you, like those. You hold on to those things for so long. This will make for a great story at some point in time, <laughs> right, yeah. where I'd be like, that was really dumb. And I love that I just said it and I let you just breathe it in. And you were what? What? No, 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 no. Yeah, just a lot of dumb, <laughs> dumb things that come yeah. from that. And in in those years are just tough. I, I mean, there's so many. T- I remember uh, I went to a summer camp uh, when I was, I think, in junior high. And um, that was just a really rough week for me. Yeah. Because it was the first time I was in a group and there was these three kids that were like the cool kids. Oh, yeah. The cool boys. Yeah, yeah. And I desperately wanted wanted their uh, approval. And so I can't tell you how many jokes just did not land. Yeah. Like I tried to make callbacks to things that were so irrelevant and I remember one thing in particular. I, you were cl- quoting Seinfeld out of nowhere. Uh, it was just, it was just, hey, pop so culture, so bad. And I can't remember what it. I can't remember the actual phrase. We'll just say that's why they call them potato chips. I'll just make that up now. And someone said some off, just whatever, <laughs> no name, whatever <laughs> comment. And then like two days later, you know, everyone said stuff, and I'm like, that's why they call them. Potato chips and i remember there was this two to three seconds let's sound felt like a lifetime no awkward pause where everyone was trying to process it and then they were like they didn't laugh and then they were like that was dumb and one kid just goes okay like that was really dumb that you just said that and i was like i just felt this deflation and that was also the same year at that camp where we would do activities with because uh, it was separate boys and, and girls, and we were actually do activities with other girls. Yeah, yeah, we had one group in particular we worked with, and I had a huge crush on 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 one of the girls, and and uh, which was just made my life miserable because I didn't know what to do. I was just like, I like you, and <laughs> we did this game where the whole thing. Please was, acknowledge me. The whole game was to essentially like you sit across from that team, and they would call you out, and you had to go to someone on the other team and make them laugh. Oh no. And, that uh, sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, the girls were killing it because all the boys were just like, <laughs> you know, because a girl would come up and like put their arm on your shoulder and they'd like, ah, <laughs> female contact. <laughs> you just, you're laughing just because you're like, I, if I laugh, they'll like me. Yeah. If I, so if they, they for like me, me, I'm like, I got this. So they call me out and I go to that girl and I go, hey there. And I like just sat on her lap, but I like, it wasn't a gentle, it was a wham, like just butt drop. Honor and she was like, "Ow!" And I was like, uh, ha, "Hey, I, uh, Ta-da. I was like, I didn't, I didn't. I, I'm sweating now, just thinking about how awful that was. Just, are just, you really? Like, it also is kind of warm in here, but I'm also just like thinking about. Uh, uh, I love that it still haunts you in my mind. That I was like the physical comedy because I knew I had a little. I had some. I, I was, I was decently funny. But that week, I can only imagine it was like a comedian going up and just bombing just consistently at clubs. Just 
eating eating a bunch of shit nonstop. That's all that entire week was. Right. Where when it was over, I was like, okay, that was a learning experience. <laughs> you know, I need I, to not do that. Anymore. I understood yeah. the idea of callbacks. Just they can't be these <laughs> weird specific references that no one remembers. Right. You you just you weren't know? honed at nope. the point. Yeah. You were still working on it. Yeah. And <laughs> physical comedy is great, but there you can't hurt the other person. Right. Uh, whenever you're trying to do it. And, right. and make them feel uncomfortable. And uh, so I, I think I was on the stepping stones of, you know, I was on the building, the starting stages of that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, But it just did not, uh, it did not land. I was, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, there's just too many. I, there was another one I did in high school where I always give myself credit for being creative because I, I, I always enjoyed performing to some degree, whether it was giving a speech sure. or something like that. And I remember for one of my classes when I was a sophomore, you had to give an instructional speech on something that you knew. Okay. And so I was really into wrestling. So I'm like, cool, I'm going to show someone how to do this particular wrestling move in class. Sure. And I was just hamming it up. Like I was I was just like, it was completely different than anyone else had ever done. I was like, I'm going to fucking kill this. I'm na- Guys, I'm nailing this. I was like, all right, so you do this, you do this. And I had this kid on the ground and I was like putting him to the ground and someone walked by in the hallway. I was like, hey, how's it going? Just like, just man, I was, you would have thought I was performing in Madison Square Garden, just like eating it up. And I remember I got a B minus on it. And I was like, what the fuck, a B minus? The class loved it. And teacher was like, you did not follow the instructions at all. That was not a professional. Like, you were talking to the person in the hallway. Like, what are you doing? Like you And I, was, I realized there's a big difference between performing and then also giving information. <laughs> and I look back and I was like, wow, that was really dumb yeah. that I did that. But are you not entertained? Everyone was laughing. It's like, yeah, but you didn't. Do if you were talking about public speech, right, it's right. not good. I oh god, not good at all. I uh, I uh, more of a a one on one personal one. Um, I was in sophomore year of high school. I was dating a senior, uh, right? And um, <laughs> her name was Tanya, and uh, she was a fiery redhead. And um, that seems racist. At it is. And, and <laughs> yes, you're very astute. Correct. Uh, it, at the time, even, I'm like, way out of my league. Like she, was, <laughs> she was very good looking. Um, and after a couple of months of dating, we broke up. And she mm-hmm. and I, she seemed very into it. Like, she I was, in a, I was in a band, so she would come to band uh, practices. There you and, go. you know, like, it, she seemed to be into it. And after a while, like, she's just like, and we're done. And I was like, why? Like, I, I just couldn't rationalize because things seemed to be going well. And she goes, you move too slow for me. Oh. And I, and now my sophomore, a male sophomore whose hormones are raging, and you're like, what? <laughs> what? No, please. Give me another chance. You just rip off your, your pants. I can you're do like, better. We can do this now. I have penis. Yeah, I have penis. <laughs> I, it was one of those. It was the most horrifying. And I told they were like, oh, you and Tanya aren't dating anymore? Like, yeah, it just didn't work out. I'm like, I was not... There's no way I could have admitted to or lived up to the fact that I didn't move fast enough for someone in high school. And I was like... In high school. Right? What do you think she was looking for? Was she looking for sex? I, my, I, my only assumption could be that. Man. I don't know. I mean, unless it was just fooling around. Because, I mean, we had made out. That was the extent of what we had done. Because, again, I was too chicken shit to do anything else. Of course. And this is a senior. You yeah, know, right? I'm, a, I'm a sophomore. 
and it and again and I was I, I was chubbier and I, again way out of my league. Mm-hmm. There's no reason she should have been with me. Yeah. Um. And it yeah I heard that and I'm like, what? This this happens? That's I didn't crazy. Think, yeah. So it was very. I was like I can't I can't tell anyone this. I can't admit to this. That's insane. Yeah. So it was just oh it didn't, it didn't work out. Yeah. And I just prayed that she would not she wouldn't reveal why i'm very confident at this point she did not get asked i was probably not even a blip on their radar yeah. you know on her friend's radar well which is so funny because you look at that like <clears throat> as an adult right you're like you're going too slow okay do you want to speed this up right like, <laughs> right yeah and then as an adult thing. now you're like nah, okay like, well let's talk about that you know right, yeah as an adult like yeah in hindsight had it played out in my you know in my 30s i'd have been like all right, so what is that? Like, I was trying to be respectful. I I didn't realize that you wanted to, you know, move this forward. I'm fine with it. You, you trans- know, like you just talk about it. And you transport your conscious back to your sophomore year. You <laughs> to that moment, you're like, you're moving too slow for me. Okay, what would you like to do? <laughs> exactly. And she's like, uh, uh, what? What would you like to do and when? Let's make an action plan. <laughs> Why are you talking? What? <laughs> let's make an action plan. You sound like my dad. Like, let's, yeah. let's do a, let's take a project management approach to this. Yeah. So what's our deadline here? I'm going to pull up a spreadsheet. Hold on one Hold second. On. <laughs> Let me, do you let me. know what a V lookup is? It stands for a vagina lookup, and we're going to do that right now. Here we go. Pivot table? Not yeah. what you're thinking. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pivot person? You heard about that? That's yeah. what we're going to yeah. do. Let's mm-hmm. talk about yeah. we're that. We're going to do the pivot. Yes. Pivot. Um, yeah. No, again, but yeah, like now you're older, you're like, oh, this is this is, this is is how it would it would go down. Yeah. If, is there a moment you can think of off the top of your head where you wish you could just do something like that? Take your conscious now yeah. and just port it back, you know, days of future past style to yourself to then try to change the outcome or at least just address something. Yeah. So you'd be we like, just spoke about hey, it. By the way, go fuck yourself. We just spoke about just, it. <laughs> we just covered we that. Just, Doug, you don't realize yeah. how hot Tanya was. <laughs> Tanya was very attractive. <laughs> no, um, in all seriousness. Uh, and this is obviously I, on yeah, the spot without much. No, very much I do. Do you recall the story I told last week? Yes. About about uh, me educating my next door neighbor. Yes. Yeah. That would probably be a time where I would I would take my conscience, go back and go, get a piece of paper and a pen. <laughs> Pencil, it erases. Let's start there. <laughs> let's let's or, get a stick in some dirt. <laughs> or your stepdad's got a ton of books all about World War II. Gotta be pictured in there somewhere. Right. Just go pull a book let's off the go, shelf. Let's go find that. Let's see. Your your mom has an encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> set in the basement. Go under N. That's Just amazing. look for Nazi. See what you find. <laughs> Go to the dictionary. Look up N for I'm Nazi. Just, come on, guy. Like, just do it. Be smart. You could have done so much better. Be smart. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take a giant arm-sized magic marker and, yeah. and scrawl swastikas all over your neighbor's yeah. driveway. Not a good idea. That's hilarious. So that would be off the top of my head, Doug. Nice. That'd be one. Yeah. Nice. What about you? I would like to go back for the entire year of seventh grade. And uh, just verbally assault and annihilate the people that bullied me <laughs> really? when I was in seventh grade. Oh, see, you took it a different way. I like it. I yes. like it. Uh, because I put up with a lot of shit from people, <laughs> and I, I, I dealt with a lot. And, um, you know, obviously there's people out there that have way worse bullying stories than I do for the most part. I don't sure. even think about it. But I remember that was a very tough year for me um, with people. There's these guys that I hung out with because they were cool. They were pieces of shit, but yeah. they were cool. And they kept saying how bad I smelled all the time, that I smelled like cat piss and I smelled like mothballs. And now that I think about it, I mean, I could have smelled like cat piss. Who knows? <laughs> but 
Um, they're we, really mean. We had a lot of cats. Yeah. I mean, this guy wrote like something really shitty in my yearbook, you know, trying to be or, or whatever. And I tried to associate myself with them because they were cool. But I would have loved to have gone back or just be any any of those social situations where people you, you feel like you're just like I don't I'm getting annihilated and you could just just go and be like hey um, let me tell you about boats and why they're a depreciating asset I'm like what or just have right. some adult level conversation right. where someone's like you smell funny I'd be like yeah you're fucking retarded right you are not going to amount to shit do you know yeah. why because you're a fuck up. And you're a fuck up because of X, Y, and Z because your dad left and yada 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 and you can go fuck yourself just right. like wow just right. like hone in on that and just, just be like, right yeah Argh! hey dildo yeah come here yeah just <laughs> yeah. just get him just just really just right. pierce into that sort of stuff and and just the reason you're acting out is probably because people don't pay attention to you at home yeah do you feel not loved yeah do you feel ignored or just be like what was it like when your dad left right. <laughs> Yeah, if you know about their history now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Is your dad still getting cigarettes? Yeah, right. <laughs> Up the ass. Up the ass. Or there's I remember I was at a Is dance. Is he still getting ass blasted <laughs> listening to Duhas <laughs> by Ramstein? Yeah, do you like that song? Yeah. Let me tell you your dad's getting just pounded right now to that song. I remember I was at a dance one time and I was just like being really silly and dancing with another uh, friend of mine that was a guy. And they're like, what are you, a fucking fag? Did they and, really? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I want to bring him back. I'm like, stop being so insecure. Right. It's going to be okay. Right. We're friends. It's okay. And they were just so, and those were the guys that weren't dancing. They're like, what are you, a fag? I was like, oh, I would be like, okay, Brett Fleshman. Let's start with, name? let's start with your last name. Way to call him out. <laughs> Let's start with that yeah. last name. Something that you have no control over. But let's dig into that, yeah, shall we? Yeah, let's dig into that. <laughs> the flesh of a man. <laughs> Brett. Brett, let's talk about yeah. your uncircumcised penis. That Those are the kind of kids that back in the day, like I, they, now as an adult, I look at it and go, God, that must have sucked to have been them. Because right? they figured out how to put on a really good facade, but inside they were screaming. And not only that, what an exhausting life. Right. To walk around constantly like, in, an, in this adversarial mode. Right. The adversarial mode and just so so when you when you put on this this confident front, but inside you feel like you're you either feel worthless or you feel terrified or you feel and for some reason you just aren't allowing yourself or 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 your uh family life or whatever is not allowing you to actually like let that out yeah like jesus christ how much does that have to suck right and in you almost feel bad again as an adult you look at him and you go god i feel bad for you little asshole it's so funny because all that stuff stopped when i was really into sports people left me alone yeah because they realized that i at least on the if you want to take the alpha level like oh doug is physical right and right. oh, he wrestles. Okay, and people started realizing you don't fuck with wrestlers. Sure, yeah, right. <laughs> there no was, shit. Uh, MMA wasn't a big thing back then, but uh, you know, wrestling was about the next best thing that you have. Absolutely, so, yeah. Like oh, these guys wrestle. They have some sort of like combat experience right. to some degree in their mind, or even someone who's a football player. That guy that you know wrote something really mean in my yearbook and stuff. The next year, he went out for football, and I was like, "You're going to have a lot of fun." Right. And I remember one play. He was playing quarterback. He was terrible. And I was playing defensive end. I went and just fucking nailed him. Just nailed laid him out. He's like, why are you going so hard? I was like, I can't remember what I said. In my mind, it was very cinematic. But I was just, I, I said something along the line, like, that's my job or whatever. And then you put on sunglasses and you heard, yeah! 
I was just like, yeah, there's more where that came from, you know, all day. Right. I've been waiting so long to fucking just just nail you, and this is my chance. We're five minutes into practice. We got an hour and a half I was left. like, I didn't even do my assignment. I'm like, I'm going to sack the quarterback. Just, <laughs> just both. Like, Doug, you didn't do your co- – I don't fucking care. All right, guys, we're playing to cover it. No, 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 no. I'm telling you what we're doing. Here's how we're running the defense. Yes. Everyone does whatever the fuck they want to do. I'm getting the QB. I'm getting the QB. I just would gun for him and Clear stuff like that. Clear a path. And that was, there was something nice about that yeah. where it was yeah. – I didn't have to say anything. People just understood. Sure. And there's something – that's why – I've never been one for talking shit, yeah. even when I am like good at something, because I've always felt that my actions speak right. louder than words, which is very, you know, obviously uh, cliche, but it's very true. Yeah. I've, I've never been one for trash talk. You don't need to talk a big game when you're doing it. Exactly, like you're doing it. That's proof enough. Because I think that I think it holds a more it holds more weight for me when someone fucking nails something, doesn't say a word. Yeah, and I'm just like. Uh, how powerful that's is that? cold right that is cold yeah like they're like yeah i expect to be here that's 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 everyday business for right. me did it nailed it what yeah. do you want for me i don't have to trash talk because i expected the this to be the outcome exactly yeah and you're just like fuck me yeah there's All something because right. a part of you wants to rub it in their face and be like yeah yeah fuck you but if you just do it and you're like what do you want yeah i'm this good is, this is just business as usual fella our football team was never very good but there was one game in particular where we actually were just kicking the crap out of a team yeah which is, again never normally happens and this guy was just talking shit, and I got to do the the, the classic. He's from like, the other team. Yeah, he's like, ah, you guys suck and blah blah. I'm just, I got to do the classic. I don't know. Look at the score. Yeah, look at the score, man. That's all I said. Like, yeah, look at the score. Like, I mean, that that tells you everything that's going on right now. Yeah, so, we suck. How much more do you suck? Right, if we're bad, <laughs> you guys are getting your ass kicked to us. That ain't good. I used to have a joke that if you lost to us in our conference, you just get last. You get you get marked off. There's just like a, a you get strike through font. Right. You don't like, get, oh, we lost to Kirksville. You don't so. get to play next year. Sorry, you guys just lose. <laughs> and we just joke because we just weren't that good. We weren't the, the worst, but yeah. we also were not good. <laughs> we weren't the Browns. Right, right. But we were kind of like the Bears. <laughs> yeah. I'd say the thing, uh, I, was a, I was a part of a club in, in high school that uh, it was the only thing that stopped people from picking on me. And uh, they knew that once you were a part of this club, you just, you weren't, you were untouchable. Lest you wanted to die. <laughs> Do you know what club I'm talking about, Doug? Did you have one of these in Kirksville? I think we did. Yeah. I think it was called the Throwdown it's Club. It's the Throwdown Club! Woo! Yeah. Woo! <laughs> 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 that no, was our battle Unless you wanted to die. <laughs> so intense for high school. In high school. Uh, yeah. Our, uh, it was hard to get members. <laughs> Um, so today's throwdown, I, I had a, I, I had a really hard time coming up with the second person in this row. I knew who I wanted the first person to be. And I had gone, I, I've been going through lists and, and really racking my brain trying to figure out who to, who to put. And I finally came up with someone who I think is a, is a, a formidable opponent. Have you watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Two episodes. Fuck. Okay. There's Charlie Day. <sighs> There's the blonde chick. There's Danny DeVito. Are you familiar with Charlie Day's character? He's kind of a loose cannon. Just kind of a loose cannon. He he uh, he lives with with Danny DeVito's character. They often eat cat food. They will uh, they will like pound Nyquil or something so they can fall asleep before the alley cats come out. Because if you don't fall asleep before that, it's way too loud. Gotcha. Uh, they um, they eat like yeah. He's he's one of those guys who is just like. Kind of a like kind of a loose cannon, if yeah. you will. Uh, so I'm taking Charlie. Uh, his name is Charlie Kelly in the so Charlie Day, Charlie Charlie Kelly versus Rafi. 
Oh God. Yeah. Well, from what I know from Rafi, I mean, he does you know second harvest. Right. Um, he gets which is not too far off from what Charlie Day does. He gets murder boners. Right. Um, he plays Mister Bobham. Right. You know very well. Yep. Um, he has switchblades to resolve any sort of you know problems. Charlie has Charlie has a rat bat. Okay. He, which is a bat that he's just put nails through. Uh huh. <laughs> That's amazing. Right? A rat bat. I feel like. They both sound like at their core they're innocent and lovable, you know. They just but uh, Rafi seems much more unhinged. You think so? I feel like there's it, there's a few times if you if you watch Always Sunny, there are a few times where where Charlie loses touch with reality, <laughs> very very eerily. I feel like Rafi's more aggressive. He's super I will, aggressive. I will say and until pushed to a point, Charlie is pretty. He's a follower, mm-hmm. but there there are points where he will get pushed where he he snaps and it's 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 Charlie Town, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I would say like initially, Rafi Rafi is if we're talking who who will go from zero to sixty quickest, Rafi for sure. I think Rafi's mind is just the first time we meet Rafi, it's it, it, it's the fact that no, it's the second time we meet him when they're trying to get him out and. Uh, um, Mark Duplass and Paul Shear's characters go in the back to have a fake fight. That's right. That's right. Rafi throws a knife on the ground, which is a butter knife. He's like, he's just like, kill each other. He's like, butt each other's dicks off. (laughs) That's him at zero. Right. You know, or or it's like, you know. That's him before he's been backed into a corner. Exactly. Yeah. And he's the kind of guy that, you know, he's playing paintball. And, you know, he just goes absolutely bonkers while playing paintball. I mean, he's been living out there. For three days, just to get the lay of the land. <laughs> yeah, he, he is in a whole new level of, of crazy. <laughs> yes, where it's like what? Yes, I mean he makes out with his sister. He's constantly talking about like how hot she is, right? You know, and just he is at a whole new level of crazy all the time. Yes, that I think that he that gives him an, an edge. Okay, I will, I will, I will agree with the fact that he. I think the thing that gives him the edge. I feel like Charlie can get there. And Charlie lives in. He spends a lot of time in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he's he's very unhinged, like more unhinged than you might think. Sure, but I think uh, Rafi's rage, I think, plays gives him a heavy advantage in this yes. in this fight. Where again, Charlie, you have to get Charlie there. Mm-hmm. I think Rafi's already there. Exactly, Rafi's ready to go. So what would happen is something like they're at a mall. You know, for some reason, Rafi is just he's just trolling for, for right. mall 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 puss what's happening what's what happens is they're both in the mall they're at the food court and they're both digging through a garbage can looking for food together yeah because that's where you find the best hot dogs well i think what it is is rafi's there trying to pick up chicks he sees charlie and he realizes charlie's done in, in a trevor treasure trove and he tries to get him away from his gold right he's like get right. out of there you know and then in the, and what happens is rafi immediately would be like if you don't get out of there i will <laughs> I will strangle you with my legs. Right. And as I'm doing so, I will come. You know, just something insane. Yeah. I think something like that would probably scare Charlie. It depends on how what has happened to Charlie up to that point. Sure. Because if he's had if he's had one of his days, he may already he may be ready at that point. And it mm-hmm. may there are times when he will back down and there are times when he's just like, fuck it, man, let's do this. Yeah. You know? But uh I feel yeah, I feel like Rafi Rafi making making one of his one mm-hmm. of his cum threats, yeah, which is a weird sentence to say, right. but I feel like that would definitely it put immediately puts him in the forefront, yeah, you know, or, or, or on the on the alpha position, yeah. And yeah. I think we've seen more 
I mean, again, I don't know with Charlie, but I, there's been a lot of physicality with Rafi. Yes. To where I, I would trust him to definitely do. Well, he practices damage. MMA. He does. Right? You've you know, seen him in the workout room. Yeah. Just so that, you know, he can punch women, you know, because that's the thing. He's right. Like, he's exactly. going to fight women, you know, like just, it's, he's just bonkers. Right. He's, he's insane. Yeah. He's absolutely insane. So I give him. I give it. He's my vote. All right, you know, and the thing is, again, I don't think it would be an easy fight, but Mm -hmm. I, I definitely think Rafi for the win. Yes, yeah, Rafi for the win. That was fun. Yeah, what a really, really fun throwdown that was. How exciting, Uh, Justin? Anything? Don't patronize me. I'm not. I'm actually. I realized (laughs) that came off that way, but I'm like, that was very fun. How fun that was. What scares me is how much and how easy it was for me to pull out all the Rafi statistics just off the top of my head. Like, well, he does this, 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 and this. Like, whoa, I loved his character, apparently. You really did, yeah. Uh, Anything you want to promote? Uh, Well, for you, I'm going to promote Always Sunny. I've always heard good things. I would say give it a a watch. Start start early. I watched the first episode. Yeah. There's something. And it was good. There you go. But for some reason, I just I never got back to it. <laughs> see, so. see if you can, because uh, again, only a half hour. See if you can plow through a couple more, and I think you'll, I think you'll find the uh, maybe I can you'll blast, find the joy. Blast yeah. through a few more. Yeah, maybe finger blast through okay. a few more. Yeah, there we go. Um, but for everyone else, uh, eh, watch whatever you want. You've heard it here. You now have permission to watch whatever you want. Uh, for me, I, I just got this new album from a band called Pale Waves. Mm. Uh, they're based in the UK. If you're a fan of the 1975, it sounds very similar to them. Okay. And I got the album uh, My Mind Makes Noises, and it's – I don't know why I like it. I shouldn't. Okay. Everything about my being says you shouldn't like this because it sounds very 80s. <laughs> Fair enough. And but I thought the same thing about the 1975. They have a very 80s sort of flavor to them with their synthesizer stuff, but I really, really like it. Okay. And I don't know why. I dig um, it. One of their uh, singles on it is Television Romance, which is really good. Uh, they have they've released a bunch of singles and videos. Their videos are kind of weird, so don't let that be a judge of what it. I find them very distracting to the music. Um, but I'm a big fan, so okay. I bought yeah. it. I've been listening to it pretty hardcore. So Pale Waves, my mind makes noises. Check it out. Game set and match. Check it out, baby. Yeah, uh, guys, you can find Mind Gap on Facebook. Wait, when is this coming out? It's coming out. Uh, when is next. It's coming out on the twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. It's the twenty seventh right now. Yeah, that's right, guys. It's twenty seventh. Cool. Justin just want to clarify dates. Yep. <laughs> I'm a big date guy. He's a big date guy. That's why his wife loves him. Aww. Aww. You can find Mind Gap on Facebook. Look for us there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Mind Gap Podcast. And Justin is also digitally aligned with the universe. <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcast, wherever podcasts are sold. And you can subscribe to us. You can review us. You can give us a rating. And uh, also share us around because we love to be shared around. Mm-hmm. That is the fuel that drives our engines. Yes. Yes. TwoEastEighth.com slash MindGap and TwoEastEighth.com slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever. It's the other podcast to do with Milos sometimes. And it's about the bar industry. And... Uh, in theory, when you when this is released, we should have had one that was released on a couple days ago. So go listen to that. Yeah. 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 Because we're at the end of this one. Ta-da. I hope you all have a lovely week. And just know, God is watching. Mind Gap Podcast.